Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Good morning. This is Rahul Reddy. Today is February 3rd. The time is about 11.30 p.m. Radian MPC has been conducting Zoom con- conference call from past 10 years. If you have any question, please raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please uh, let us know uh, that you're a newcomer and you need to cam- put your camera on so that we can promote the newcomers. Pranjal? You have to unmute yourself, Pranjal. We can't hear you. Can you, can you hear me now? Yes, better. Go ahead. Okay, thank you. So uh, my company applied for an H-1B extension in December and I got an IUE number. And ever since USCIS received my case, it has been an actively reviewing state. So when did you file it, you said? uh, December 16th. Okay. In regular processing. So does it mean something in active reviewing and is it okay to travel to Puerto Rico while the extension is in progress for a week or something? While the extension is in progress, you can travel to Puerto Rico. Actually, no, no problem. You're traveling directly from US to Puerto Rico. You're not landing anywhere else, right? No, no, no. Make sure you keep the receipt notice with you just in mm. case if somebody asks. Yes, okay. I will, I will. And does the active actively reviewing mean anything or is it? No, just is it, pending. Just pending. pending. Okay, yeah. okay. Thank you. Thank you. Next person, please. Ronan? Hi, Rahul. Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Hi. Yes, um, so, yeah, so I have approved I-140 from um, EB3 to October 2017. I'm in mm-hmm. process of uh, my H-1B getting transferred. My mm-hmm. my company at co- company B has already fa- um, is in process of acquiring documents to for the H-1B transfer. Um, my question is, what precautions should I take while changing jobs on H-1B? Like, do I need to acquire any documentation from my previous partition of approved I-140 from my company A? You can get file a freedom of information to acquire the entire I-140 petition though. Okay. Do you have the approval of the do you have the approval of the I-140 with you? Yeah, I do have a copy. Okay. Um, other than that, you need the labor certification copy also, but if you ask the employer, he won't like it. I'll mm-hmm. send you a link where you can go fill it out. It takes 10 minutes, it's free, it's online, it takes three weeks for you to get it, get it. And uh, just fill that thing, you'll get that information in three weeks. Oh, okay. And and should I put in my two weeks notice at company A after my H-1B transfer is complete for company B? That's up to you. Okay. You can join with the receipt notice. You can join with the approval. That's up to you. I see. But I, I would, I can put in my, like, I can, once my um, H-1B transfer is approved with company B, I can still continue work to work for company A for two weeks while after- my two weeks notice period, right? Right, but you cannot work for both the companies. Only one company is good. 
Right, right. Okay. And I have one question for my sister. Um, she, she filed for her OPT EAD card on the, on the first week of January. She graduated in December. Uh, what happens if she doesn't get her EAD card within the 60 days? She filed for ex uh, OPT extension, you said? No, this is her first OPT, uh, the first 12 months after graduation. She doesn't have to get it. She has to, she doesn't have to get it within the 60 days. She has to file it within that particular time. Oh, okay. I thought okay. she had to start working for a company within the 60 day period. No, she, she can work after the, after she has, she cannot work until she gets an EAD. I see. I see. Okay. 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 Ne yep, thank next you. Person. The time starts Daddy? from the time the EAD is approved, not before. Go ahead, Tag. Hi Rahul, thank you for taking my call. Right, so I'm on H1B with approved I140 with a valid petition and visa until July of this year. So uh, my current company is about to file an extension in premium in the next couple of weeks, and I have an offer from a future employer. So they will also file the transfer in the next couple of weeks. So I'm assuming that one company filing extension and another transfer during the same time frame should be okay. Absolutely, and no problem. Okay, and my question is uh, for my wife's H four EAD. Uh, should I give it, file it with my current employer or should with the future employer? Um, I don't. I don't care whether you file it with the current employer or not. But I definitely want you to file with the future employer. The reason is that when you move to the future employer, though, the current employer may withdraw the H one B, and that may sometimes get the denial of the H four EAD. Okay. 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 And it's okay if both file for H4 EAD. That should not be a problem. That's perfect. That's not a problem. Okay. And, and one last question. Uh, um, in March, I'm planning to travel to India. I have a valid visa until July. Okay to travel on a visa which has four months of validity left. There's no rule yeah, like six months right now. No. Um, but one thing is that when you come back, make sure that you mention to them that you're not working for company A. You're working for company B. And sh make sure that you get the I-94 until the company B's H-1B approval is there. Oh, so I can show them the company's B's H-1B approval. Yes. And make sure the I-94 uh, is reflected properly though. Because once you come in, sometimes they only give an I-94 until July and you don't realize it until December of 2022, then you would be considered to be working illegally in the United States. Check okay. your I-94 immediately. Okay, uh, but my uh, current employer will also file, and I think by that time I'll be still on notice period. I have a 60 days notice period. So in that case, I should take the current employer because that when I Wait, travel, I am I'm confused now. When you're traveling and coming back though, yeah. do you have a job with company A or company B? That time I'll be still on the notice period with company A because my notice period is a bit long. It's like two months of notice period. What if your company A terminates your job? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Then, then you cannot travel. Then you then you then cannot can. travel. Okay, and then I cannot travel. Yeah, that makes sense. So there's another problem if you're coming back and you're showing company A's H1B. Uh, then you cannot work for company B. Got it. Okay, so safer side, it makes sense to travel and uh, once everything is ready for company B and show companies B H1B, right? Right, that is right. Got it. Thank you. Next person. Ashish. Uh, hello, uh, Rahul Reddy. So uh, we recently got a green card um, based on my job application. Uh, I've been reading online that uh, it's better to stay at a company for like six months to a year. Who said that? 
I've been reading online and even through even at websites of I guess other reputable law firms as well. So they say that they might scrutinize at the time of naturalization. Did they cite that, that they ever got any ever is their naturalization rejected? No, I've been reading that in in the context of AC twenty one, it's not um, any more uh, issue. But in fact, I'm I'm just about to make the video uh, on that right now. Um, I'm going to make it at twelve ten and probably will be published in two hours. No, sir. You can quit any any time you want to. The two forty five the the memo on the AC twenty one is very clear that. The USCIS should not consider that you ever work for the company to approve the green card. Okay. If they can approve the green card, what difference they do these people have when they are telling you have to work for their company for six months? It's only the offer of employment. That's about it. You don't have to be employed. What if you never work for the company and you got the green card? Do you still need to work? No. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, yeah, that's thank thank you. And just one more question. So my wife also has a parallel process. What happens to that process? Does she abandon it, or what's the she got the green card, right? She, she has her own employment-based uh, green card parallelly going on. No, but so she got the green card that? with you. She got. Yeah, the she green got a green card with me. Yeah, withdraw it. Okay, there's withdraw no it. use for that. There's no use for it. They will. They may deny it, and sometimes they may accidentally approve that. There, you're actually using two of the Indian members. Extra numbers are necessary. Withdraw it, okay? okay? All right, thank you. Rajendran, Rajendran, please unmute. Are you able to hear me? Yes, go ahead. For taking the call, Rahul. Uh, Rahul, I have an um, approved EAD with EAP uh, with my present employer, and uh, my 485 is still pending. The final date hasn't arrived yet. And I'm what's in, your uh, uh, priority date? Two thousand. Give me one quick minute. Um, two thousand fourteen December. EB3. Did you file the downgrade application or straight application? No, straight straight EB three. I did not file okay, it down. Okay, go ahead, ma'am. Go ahead with your question. Okay. So now I'm with my current employer, uh, and my EAD with AP is expiring June. So they have already applied for extension of my EAD and the AP in with my current mm -hmm. employer. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm trying to move to a new employer, and the new mm -hmm. employer said, um, just for safer side, file the H-1B transfer as well. So they have filed the H-1B transfer, but I'm not able to get hold of uh, I-485J, Supplement J, that they have to file, and also should I again file a renewal of um, EAD with AP with my new employer as well? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. You don't have to file the renewal of the EAD and AP at all. Remember, I was telling the other gentleman, the first guy, mm -hmm. to have the EAD, EAD for his wife to be filed. That is not applicable. This EAD is not filed by your employer. It is filed by you. You don't require any authorization, any support, or any permission from your employer to extend your EAD. Uh, EAD. As far as the okay. company B filing the 485J supplement is, we strongly recommend it, but if they don't submit it, is that creating a lot of problems nowadays. No, we have not noticing any problem recently. Okay. Um, then when my priority date comes, who, I mean, what process should should my present employer, the Nothing. new employer? I mean, they can file a 485J supplement. They don't have to file a 485J supplement. They may just approve it. But if you get an RFE or if you get an interview, then you definitely need the 485J supplement with your current company. Gotcha. Gotcha. So it is advisable Next to point. do the 485J. But it's not a must. 
Next person, please. Rala. The newcomers have to show the faces, guys. Otherwise, we uh, we won't promote you unless you show your face. Good, Rala. Mr. Rala, Vijay? I can't hear you again. Vijay. Vijay, you are muting, unmuting. Yeah, now you are unmuted. Just stay yeah. There. Thank you, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir, for the opportunity. Um, my attorney has lost the original I seven nine seven notice, but they have sent a scanned copy to me with I ninety four attached. Uh, two questions: Are there any problems uh, for the I nine process and my travel while my attorney is working on getting the original I nine process and uh, and what you said? Yeah, the, uh, this is regarding the H one B. So as long as as long as the company is fine with the I nine process, you're fine. You don't have any problem with it. Okay, okay. I nine is not your headache. Okay, should I carry the original H one B approval notice? Uh, for you said it? you don't have the original. I don't have it, so should I wait for for that to come back to go to go for stamping to India? We have noticed no problem people carrying the Xerox copies, or people carrying the courtesy copies. Okay, okay, and it won't be okay. a for it won't be transfer also, right? If I have to go now, it won't be a transfer for it. Thank you, sir. Next person, please. Bala. Yeah. Uh, hello, Raghuji. Thanks for the opportunity. So my priority date is November two thousand nine. So my attorney filed my 485 based on EB2 in October uh, 2020, and I got my EADAP in March 2021. Mm -hmm. And uh, in August 2021, my case was adjudicated from NBC to Nebraska Service Center. Then when <laughs> I was following it up, uh, my attorney filed the EB3 I140 in December 2020 because in the December time frame. Uh, my 2008 was current uh, in final action is was current in the EB3. So for some why reason, did you file? Why did you file the? You, you were current in October for EB2, right? Uh, why did you file an I140? Uh, that time it was not current in final action in the EB2. So only the date of filing. Okay. So now my case is still pending at Nebraska, but my EB3 140. Uh, is still pending. It's not yet approved. Uh, so, I just but like you to... you filed an EB two. You he filed separately I one forty application. That's not linked to your four eight five application right now. Yes, correct. So, okay. so I'm I'm just uh, getting your opinion that is it uh, is is it, is it going to be helping to push my EB three one forty premium to get that up? No, 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 no. You said your prior date is 2009. I don't see any reason why you have to spend the 2009 Okay. Is there any other reason why my case is taking longer? The case Are is you... not taking longer. <laughs> is there any other way I can... There is nothing. I cannot expedite your, your things, okay. guys. Please. No expedite request from me. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Rahul. iPhone. Uh, hi, uh, Rahul Garu. Um... So I have a quick uh, question related to green card. So uh, we uh, fortunately got a green card finally after a long wait. So my question is, um, on my uh, husband's green card, the middle name is actually abbreviated to R. So his middle name is ready on every uh, document. Uh, his last name is actually first name followed by ready. But uh, in the green card, because it's the middle name, they didn't actually, you know, Put the complete uh, middle name. They just abbreviated it to R on the back side. It is correct, but on the front side, only first name and last name. I got name the. What's there. your question? 
so when we travel to india and come back at the port of entry or anywhere will it pose a problem no nowadays they don't even look into those green cards as just a formality your eyes your uh, uh, biometrics are scanned and if he's the wrong person they'll put him in the jail he's fine okay thank you okay and those, those things happen very much ma'am even my name got messed up my name is not rahul reddy actually my name is uh, my name is uh, you know venkat reddy rahul so it got messed up no problem with it next person please hello uh, good morning good morning uh, mr rahul uh, uh, i recall we had a meeting couple of months ago uh, in my situation is i have the i140 approved from my previous employer uh, with the priority date of october 2012 and my existing right now the my this priority date is current so i am is it eb2 or eb3 eb2 eb2 did you file and, aos pardon did you file adjustment of status uh not yet so previous employer right now uh, is kind of almost the shut down the company shut down i tried to approach them but okay, they okay good you good and my existing employer i have been chasing them for last 3 months to do it you for have to me get to the point said very quickly exactly so now so all the these third... things chasing the irrelevant yeah so now my third employer i have the prospective employer he is ready to file for me so i would like to know what will be the thing do i need to file only the adjustment of status i485 and 485 wait 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 the prospective employer did he file the permanent i140 uh with them no with the well, they have to file a permanent i140 to file the 485 uh no they have not filed i have just talked to them only last week and well, you need have... to have you, you need to have them file a permanent i140 to file the 485 okay so does it mean they have to file everything means labor certification and all, all of that that's exactly what i meant to say okay the the only a confusion i have uh, uh, other some of the attorney says we don't have to file because of the obama thing something happened in 2017 and we don't need to file the perm or labor certification we can directly file 485 and 45j so and really? this why this why my confusion is i don't know whether that is valid no clue they should not be immigration lawyers next person please gopal hello <clears throat> hey uh good morning uh, i have a quick question uh so it's just a little weird uh so i had a not i was on notice period july 1st 2016 last i'm sorry what you have what what notice period uh like uh, i resigned and i was on notice period with the existing employer and my last working day was july 1st 2016 Mm-hmm. Employer sent a letter to USAS that they will not sponsor after July first, twenty sixteen, and they sent it on June seventeenth. Okay. Okay. And uh, USAS revoked my H one on June twenty third. I was not aware of. I continued my job until July first, and then I moved to another employer who filed my new uh, petition on June twenty ninth, which got approved in January twenty seventeen. now uh, under the cover this happened under the cover i was not aware of uh, my 485 got denied was they said i i uh, acquired 195 days of unauthorized work wow yeah very unfortunate let me ask you this question <clears throat> did you ever traveled outside the country after june of 2016 no until uh, this green card denied no 
the thing is my quick question uh, so employer sent the letter clearly mentioned july 1st they will not continue by sponsorship post july 1st and they revoked usa is received on june 23rd and they revoked same day is it did like, you ever december? did you ever traveled outside the country after Ju- uh, june 2016 i traveled on um, october 25th 2021 after my i45 denied uh, after your i45 denied yes you came back an h1b yeah i i went to mexico for a day uh, for an hour actually why did you went there uh, my attorney said like you go there and your uh, issue will be reset and they filed my uh, 485 again oh okay that's good that's good that's okay that's exactly okay that's exactly what i would have done too okay that's good. but thing is my family is h4 were not approved that time so they didn't travel and uh, they are not in queue right now so if dates get current right now their dates are revo- uh, retrogressed so if dates get current will i have to wait for my H- my green card to be approved to file them or uh, as soon as the dates are current i can file for them if the dates are current they can they can file it not if the dates now. are current you can file for h5 so um, okay so i filed it again and i don't know the decision yet but my point is uh, that that usas revoked on june 23rd can i contest it like i w- i would like you to contest that one too while you're doing this proce- process of adjustment of status contest that one too yeah we can do it parallelly right you can do it parallelly yes uh, can i like have private uh, personal advice with you like uh, uh, your, your lawyer is a good lawyer though i have to tell you that yeah. um he did a good trick of sending you to mexico and coming back uh-huh. he seems to be a smart lawyer now with regards to the 2016 debacle it's not his fault So yeah you can come to me i will take your money but i don't see any reason why you are firing your lawyer no no not firing a uh, second opinion uh, well, I, i'm telling you he's very good he's very smart he's absolutely very good remember the other guy i told you they should not be practicing immigration law i have no hesitation saying that okay mm-hmm. just a, a guy before i told you that yeah so uh, that, that uh, guy uh, not, the, these guys should it? not be practicing immigration law your lawyer is a very smart lawyer though I don't yeah. see it. and you got the second opinion I got it it's yeah. very unfortunate the thing happened the way you are explaining 99% of the cases would have been approved yeah um and because you did not have any travel uh, that's the reason why they have an excuse to deny it yes these guys are morons i the officer is but your lawyer is absolutely very good no need for you to change the lawyer so we can go to sue them I'm not sure whether I would sue them um that's a decision that you can make whether you want to sue USCIS or whether you want to go to an appeal uh you can try either of those steps uh, well, my elder son is going to turn 21 in august and uh, he's not in that queue <laughs> oh if you want to sue them though I want you to consult um a person by name Stephen Brown in our office Stephen Brown yeah he's very good in these suing the things okay so sure. thanks thanks Rahul. Yeah. Thank you. That's very unfortunate what happened. Yeah. Next person please. Sara? Um hi sir. 
Um, I Go just ahead. wanted to ask you. Um, yeah, I have. Um, I had a B one B two visa previously, and it got revoked due to a misunderstanding on an email. Um, I wanted to travel for my dental exam, and they misunderstood it as I wanted to travel as a healthcare worker. So just they revoked my visa and asked me to reapply it again from India. And now I have filled. So, I've already paid my. Yeah. yeah. So when you when they revoked it, that means when you're trying to enter into United States. in the airport they revoke your visa no it, it this this happened on the email i emailed them because i i wanted to travel with an nie approval because i wanted to go for an observership dental observership and an exam i emailed them that can i be eligible for an nie and they misunderstood it and they just revoked it after that i gave them the explanation i attached all my documents and then they replied me back saying that you have to reapply from india and you wouldn't be having any other questions for any non immigrant visa this is what they replied to me so okay. um my question right now is that will i be eligible for a drop box appointment because currently indian slots we don't have any slots available for b1 b2 and uh, as my visa no, is not cancelled you're not eligible yeah. for drop box your visa okay. has been revoked so you're not eligible for drop box so um even though it is not cancelled on the passport i won't be eligible for drop box appointment you just cancel practically ma'am okay, okay. Yeah. and before you go for the uh, appointment though i would strongly recommend to have a lawyer review the emails that you sent to them and yes. because it's it needs to be closely reviewed before you go to uh, what you're going to speak are you going to contradict yes. any of the statements and what are the things so it's better to speak with a lawyer but right now you're not eligible for drawback okay and also one more thing sir i just wanted to ask like is it better if i go for b1 b2 or should i try for any other student visa like would which, which visa would have better both of them have the same problem because both of them have requires you to have a non immigrant intent though okay so yes. both of them f1 or b1 b2 both are the same not not a big difference okay all right thank you sir thank you so much for your advice next person please sadai yeah hi rahul i'm sadai yes yeah uh, rahul uh, my question is like you no know, in august uh, october 2020 i downgraded my Uh, I-485 application to EB3, so now I'm interfiling to upgrade to EB2. So okay. now my daughter is. Okay. What is it? What, what? Wait, wait. What is the priority date? My priority date is uh, uh, February nine, two thousand twelve. Okay. Um, so um, okay, my wait, date is not wait, current. Wait. Is I-140 for EB3 approved? Yes. Okay. What do you mean your date is not current? Your date is current. In EB no e EB two EB two it is correct. Yeah, EB two it is current, but like now I downgraded to EB three. Right, you're now you're upgrading it to EB two, okay? And yeah, now how old is I your went, daughter? And my daughter age is nineteen now. Okay, keep going with your questions. So, like no, I have two questions. Like no, do I need to interfile to upgrade to EB two? That is yes, my first question. To. You need to. Okay, my sec my second question is, suppose like you no, know, if I use EAD uh, to change my job, uh, will my daughter CSPA is protected? Like you no, know, if I if green card is not approved. Would when you when you say EAD right now or after after six months? When do you intend to use? After six months. After six months of filing the upgrading up application. Yes. Okay, if. If you file the upgrade of application right now, and after six months 
after six months, use the EAD to join to a different company. Your daughter Sage is locked. She's locked, right? She's locked. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay. So uh, and and like no. So do you suggest to interfile? Because like no, yes. I'm just twenty five days away only. Like no. Um, it's up to you. You can wait until you can wait until fifteenth of this month to see how it goes on, and then in in interfile afterwards if the prior date doesn't move for EB three. Okay. 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 If it moves, then you yeah. don't have to worry. So if EB three doesn't change uh, after fifteen, so you are Upgraded. suggesting to interfile. Yes. Next person, okay. please. Thank you. Thank Vivek? you so much. Vivek. Uh, yeah, hi, uh, hi Rahul. Um, this is Vivek. Actually, I uh, asked about um, few days back. Uh, I need to travel in November and to India, and uh, I you said that I'm uh, eligible for Dropbox. Actually, my last stamping win is in um, September 2017 on my passport. So I told my employer, and they said no. I may not be able since the four-year rule. Something they were telling. And, no, sir. You are uh, eligible for Dropbox. Anything else? Uh, the uh, other thing is that actually, this regarding, um, I'm going to get some COVID test. Can that be a public charge in case later or something? Uh, because on Walgreens they are doing it free, and no. uh, USPS also sending the four kits. Right. So no, I no. For it's not. It's not public charge. If they do it free, you're good. COVID test is good. No problem for you, sir. And the USPS who is sending that for uh, some COVID uh, free kits, uh, I have applied for that as well. So just wanted to check everybody. Uh, no, not a public out. charge. Not a public charge. Okay, sir. Thank you very much for your time, sir. Thank you. Next person, please. Ali. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Uh, yes. Hello. Yeah. I went for my forty-five uh, interview um, uh, last. I mean, this Monday, and I had a really bad experience. I mean, not in the sense um, I got uh, very grilled on my consulting company. They asked mm -hmm. too many questions, and at the end of the interview, before I was leaving, the officer uh, took a sworn statement and took my signature in front of a witness. And uh, you know, I don't know whether it's a bad sign uh, or is it pretty normal. Mm -hmm. It would. I would recommend that you have a consultation with a lawyer, though. And uh, what did you, do you mind giving the company's name though? Uh, my consulting company? Yes. Uh, it's E Resources Consultants INC. E, e hyphen resources. Okay. And anything about that E Resources that I need to know? Uh, no, I have been regularly getting my extensions and I didn't get a single RFE uh, in my 17 years of stay with them, you know. E R E S O U R C E S E resources consultants I N C E hyphen is there a space or anything like that yeah, yeah. E hyphen resources consultants I N C yeah it's better to get the consultation with a lawyer though uh, because I don't know that doesn't look because sworn statement and witness and all those things something doesn't sound good to me there oh so okay so. Yeah, I was concerned because uh, mostly they don't do it, right? I mean, I have seen where yeah. people got approvals after having this one statement, but uh, it's just that. But I did not even, some of the companies that I'm going through, I mean, I get a lot of consultations. 
this company did not ring a bell to me yet. Uh, yeah, it's better to have a consultation with a lawyer to go through the entire thing. Okay. 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 Next person, Thanks. please. Thanks, Rahul. Suresh. Uh, hi, Rahul. So, oh, one question. Uh, so, I'm currently working as a full-time H1B employee for company A, and now I've got an offer for company B as a full-time H1B employee. So, I would like mm -hmm. to continue, uh, you know, uh, under concurrent H1 for company A. So, like for filing concurrent H1, uh, will that be an amendment or it will be a, a different filing altogether? They have to file a H1B. Okay, so it cannot be done through an amendment. No. Oh, okay, that's it. Thank you. Next question, please. Uh, I'll take the last caller because I started about seven minutes or six minutes earlier. Last caller, guys. Ram. Sir, thank you for taking my call. I have one quick question. Uh, you have to speak louder, Ram. Okay, so here is my situation. Um, so November 2020 downgraded. Uh, priority date 2014, 140 approved, no EAD or AP so far. Um, so my thanks to Texas, <laughs> uh, Nebraska in this case. Okay. So uh, my question is, I'm with Company B. Uh, so my Company B started filing my 140. Uh, this is in EB2. Uh, it is so so wait wait. The one adjustment of status you filed is with Company A. Yes. Yes. Okay. Companies be filing perm and I-140, okay? 140 is in progress. So my question is, uh, there is no interfiling or any 485J so far um, with company B. So basically company mm -hmm. B does not know anything about what has happened with company A. Mm -hmm. So my question is, uh, let's say if the priority date gets current um, in EB2 for my date in 2014, um, during since my 140 is not approved yet with company B, can they still do the uh, interfiling? No, no, they cannot. They have to have their own I-140 approved to do the interfile. Right, but 140 uh, pending. Pending, it's not good for you to do it. Okay. It's not advised. Can they do it? They can, but it's definitely not advisable. Okay. Okay. Right. Thank you. That's all I have. Thank you, guys. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 3.30. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.